0: It's game week. The preseason is over. Final cuts have been made, and the roster is set. What is the lineup going to look like come Thursday against the St. Louis Blues? Let's talk about it next on Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Howdy, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105.3 The Fan and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. A pleasure to be with you once again this week. And it is finally here. Just a few more sleeps and opening night will be underway at the American Airlines Center as the Dallas Stars take on the St. Louis Blues to open up their 2023-24 season. Very, very exciting stuff as the preseason is finally over and it is time to get the real games going. And fortunately, it looks like the Dallas Stars will be somewhat pretty much fully healthy it looks like heading into opening night which is always a win coming off their loss to the Minnesota Wild on Saturday night where they got shut out once again so they get shut out in their final two preseason games they lose four to nothing both to the Blues and Minnesota Wild and we got to see a uh, a lot of what our roster's Pretty much going to look like um, multiple guys played on Saturday, which I thought they may want to rest and uh, give some guys some time to uh, maybe heal up from some bruises, bumps and bruises, you should say. But uh, I guess it's the National Hockey League. Get everybody in, get some reps under their belt. And it was a chippy game. I guess the Wild and Stars are going to Wild and Stars on Saturday. And it was very, very aggressive. A couple of uh, skirmishes, I guess you could say. I mean, some fights were Ben's taking on Maroon. And, of course, people had issue with him in the first game against the Wild this preseason where he went in and fell on Wedgwood. And, of course, that caused some scares as Wedgwood was down for a moment, but able to get back under his feet. And then Duheim and Marchmitt were having their issues. And uh, it, was, it was intense for a preseason game, which uh, you maybe don't want as a fan. Uh, (laughs) don't want guys to uh, get hurt right before the season's about to start. But, hey, man, uh, it's fun to see that intensity, and it will be fun. This rivalry just continues to intensify, and uh, it'll be beefed up. And, uh, of course, you ended their season a year ago, so they have plenty of plenty to fight for. But let's just talk a a bit about the, uh, I guess you could say, We'll have to the overarching theme of the preseason, but today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code Locked LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Okay, uh, all in all in the preseason, very, very successful. Uh, coming off being shut out a couple of times is, is not fun, of course, but... Again, we saw an offense that produced at another high level, and you got a, a bit of everything from everybody. Um, Great to see guys like Logan Stankoven, Matei Blumel, uh, Maverick Bork, all have big training camps and preseasons, and that's what we were expecting and we were hoping to look for because That means the development process is going well, and everybody's taking their next step. And they really, really fought for a spot on this opening night roster. And with a few of the injuries that were piling up, you may have got to see them come Thursday night. And we'll talk about it a bit more next. They did not make uh, the roster right out of camp, or I should say right out of the preseason. They were loaned to the AHL talk about that in a moment, which is some good news, too. Uh, of course, you want to see them, but as I mentioned, I thought we were going to see Stan Cove and the crew already down in the AHL to begin with. And it looks like Ropa Hence and Wyatt Johnston are all going to be fully healthy, which is a uh, very, very good sign. Um, some guys that I was really impressed with, Niels Lundqvist came back, looked bigger, stronger, very poised with the puck, and had a great, great few games to really begin his year. And I thought that was huge, and I talked about it a few weeks ago. It's important for him to establish himself as an everyday defenseman. They're going to need him. Um, He's a a right shot. Looks like he's going to pair nicely with Etzel Lindell, and he's mobile. You used a first-round pick for him, so you want him to play. And it looks like he's going to hang around and be an everyday defenseman, uh, which is which is a great sign for the Stars team, who needs as much depth as they can have on this defensive group, who struggled last year and kind of got pushed around when it really mattered the most. So N- Niels looks like he, he he had a great off season. And he's ready to go. Also, Rope, or not, not Rope, I should say Robo and Pavelski haven't really missed a beat. Sagan even played really well. He was very, very noticeable in the in the games that we were able to watch, of course. Um, and, and and Sagan, it, it looks like he he's going to take another step, right? Because last year was great. He kind of was fully healthy for the first time than we've seen in two to three years. And now it's just another step in the right direction. And if Sagan can have somewhat of a year like Ben did last year, oh, that's going to be huge. It's it's going to be so, so big. He's such a great two-way player now. He takes care of his defensive zone, and he gets to play with Duchesne and Marchman, who I think is going to have another big year. Uh, not another big year, but build off of last season. Where he had a really nice start and never could find it again, unfortunately, because I, I think there's just so much quality in him, the way he plays, and he's so, so effective. And he has a little bit of that snarl, which I think the stars need, and not afraid to get in your face and really mix it up with the opposition. And that line, the trio, just, it's just a perfect combination, I think. And, and now you have Duchesne. Who's coming off a year, 56 points, and i may have undersold due Shane's effectiveness. I mean, <laughs> he's two two years removed from scoring 86 points, just 32 years old, and uh, I mean, the potential for this offense is going to be off the charts. And Ottinger got in, got to feel the puck, feel some rubber for a few uh, a few starts, and he'll uh, it, be rocking and rolling on. Thursday night and that's a guy you never have to worry about, which is always a good sign seems to be fresh, which is great. they will need him because <laughs> is going to play a lot uh, and and they got a great tandem in that with with him and Wedgwood and Wedgwood looked very very good in the in the starts that he had in the preseason uh, tracking the puck well not giving up tons of rebounds and and you don't need him to be spectacular right and Wedgwood is just great. He can come in, clean up if he needs to be, if Otter's off the night. And in most starts, he's going to give you a chance to win, which is all you could want out of a backup goaltender. And when he's at his best, I mean, he's a fringe, you know, valuable starter for you. Uh, And if Otter ever goes down, I mean, it's like God forbid, but (laughs) you have a guy that can give you a start. And and win you games possibly, and especially with this lineup in front of him, you don't think you have to worry about that that much. But this team is deep, and it was on full display in the preseason. Uh, it looks like their power play is going to be deadly. Of course, again, great penalty killers. Uh, of course, you lost guys like Glendinning and Ranta, but. You, you replace them with Sam Steele and Craig Smith, Delandria, beautiful penalty killer, willing defender. You'll be great in the faceoff dot again. You don't really miss much there with guys like Sagan and Rope and Path and Ben. Uh, they're littered throughout the lineup. Um, uh, I guess defensively, there's still question marks on kind of pairings and you know how really good is this D group going to be. Uh, but but time will tell, right? We'll see what it looks like splitting up Hawkenpa and Lindell for the first time, uh, and we'll just have to see what comes out of that, right? Uh, I'm not not too concerned right now. Uh, I'm just gonna let the the games play, and the cards will will fall how they may, right? <laughs> um, but but plenty of plenty of stuff to be excited about. A great pre a great preseason and uh you, you know you can't take a whole lot out of it um uh, of course but uh, at the same time it, it just looks like another step in the right direction right year 2 under Pete Tabor guys are buying in uh why wouldn't you with the success you had last year and uh, uh and we'll see we'll see how it all shapes up for this year all right let's go ahead and talk about some of the Uh, Final roster cuts, not really roster cuts, but guys being moved down, things like that to uh, just kind of finalize before Thursday. Lots of interesting things to take out of it uh, before Thursday night on opening night, and we will do that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Sleeper. The NHL season is finally here with the Vegas Golden Knights reign supreme again. I love the NHL. I know you do, and Sleeper is the go-to platform for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you have a chance to win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy. It's never been more exciting. you got star players, McDavid, Ovechkin, McCarr, Robertson, Sagan. I mean, simply more and it's less based on the stats and goals and assists and points and and all that good stuff, you know, which which is nice. And, uh, you know, Sleeper offers 100 times payout. So start paying attention, make the right picks and you could win big. What players would you take to win 100 times money? You want guys like Pavelski. You want guys like Miro getting all that power play time, chances to score big. And uh, it, it's a fantastic go-to platform for daily fantasy sports, especially daily uh, daily fantasy hockey, excuse me. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Already back here on Locked on Stars. Thank you so much for joining me for another week as we just continue to count down the days until puck drop on opening night, man. I'm fired up to uh, watch this team really get into some meaningful games (laughs) and uh, start to go to town. Uh, Be sure to uh, stay tuned for more episodes throughout the week. Uh, Eventually, I'll do my entire season uh, preview. Uh I think come Wednesday uh and uh, maybe finish up some season previews for tomorrow, but I want to do uh, uh, expectations or I guess not expectations but predictions on where the stars team is going to fall and uh, we'll do that on Wednesday uh before uh before Thursday. Um and uh, continue to uh, just continue to I guess really Dive into this thing, man. Uh, the Stars look like they're shaping up to have a, a fantastic year. And thank you so much for all your support. Your comments are awesome. I know you, you guys are so, so thrilled uh, for this year. And, uh, I mean, I, I share the same sentiments. So, <laughs> just excited to uh, really, really get it going. Okay. Um, final roster moves have been made. I had to reduce the roster size down to 24. So, you had a host of guys be loaned back to the Texas Stars. And a few guys that were released, and uh, we'll talk about that a bit as well. Um, the host of guys that got sent back to the stars, Oscar Bach, uh, Liam Bixell was moved down, Matei Blumel, Maverick Bork, Kyle McDonald, Remy Poirier, and Logan Stankoven. Two great things about that. Um the stars are keying in on having Bork, Stan Coven, Blue Mel, and all those guys continue to develop down in Texas, which I think is a good sign. And as I talked about before, have them start there or at least Stan Coven. I know Bork has already played games in Blue Mel and all that, but have them play 40, 50 games, reevaluate from there. If he's lighting it up and you have some guys, uh, with the stars that are just not producing at the level that you would want, not contributing like they're expected to? By all means, bring him up and let him shine <laughs> because DeBoer already talked about it multiple times. He looks like he belongs. It, it, but right now it's about him trying to find a role because everybody plays a role. Uh, is he going to be a great penalty killer? Is he gonna be a great two-way forward? Is he just gonna be a natural scorer? Um, can you use him on the penalty kill? Can you use him on the power play? Which, all signs be told, looks like he's going to be just fine on the man advantage. But you have to be an all-around player in what the board is looking for, too, where he wants a guy that can take face-offs, uh, reliable in the defensive zone. Uh, it's, it's a different level that he's playing at, right? Coming right out of the WHL uh so he's going to have to elevate his play to a, a different standard by all means looks like he's going to be just fine but of course it, it, it's 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 different it's a different beast um but him Bork and Blue Mall are probably gonna light it up in Texas <laughs> and that's been a team that's been great for a few years now um so never a bad thing to to stockpile all those weapons uh just a uh, a few I, I, not miles but south. Of Dallas, and you can bring them up whenever, uh, and they'll be in good hands for sure. So, um, I think great signs too, due to the fact that ropey has been hurt, Fox has been hurt, Johnston been uh, Johnston's been banged up. Hock and paw was another recently that got banged up. So that's a good sign. Uh, that's the other reason it's good for the Stars is that means Ropey's probably fully healthy. So is Johnston, and they're not worried about it. They'll be etched into the lineup. Um, which we, we all pretty much believe they were just being super cautious and no reason to throw them into games that don't matter <laughs> at the end of the day. And as DeBoer said, hey, uh, we'll make room for, for them come opening night. <laughs> I think they're they're able to make room. So that that's a, a really good sign uh, for a team that was just healthy pretty much the entirety of last year. There were stretches where guys were hurt, but um the injury bug did not plague them very much um and and that's a a great sign for a veteran team that had some older guys Uh, that is very very hard to do um because injuries happen they're going to happen to somebody um but you you were getting a a bit concerned with all these guys that were having these injuries kind of flare up or, or or kind of come up right away before the season even started but everything seems to be good to go Uh, Jordy Ben was released from the PTO. He made it uh, a lot longer than I'm sure most people expected, but once again, the stars are pretty deep, (laughs) uh, on your decor. And I know I, uh, I stated that it wouldn't be terrible to keep in the AHL, but probably with cap issues and the stars are already so tight on what they have to do to jump around the cap. I mean, the maneuvering that they have to do almost on an everyday basis is insane. Just let him have a chance somewhere else, and you have Bixel waiting in the wings, who is much better. <laughs> Same size, much more skilled, and much much better. And he'll be down in the AHL if you really really need a guy. I guess to bring up, and that's probably where they're uh, probably where it came down to. Look, we have Bixel. If if we really want to bring a guy up, let's bring him up and get him some time. Uh, with with the big club. So good sign there. Uh, Jordy Ben is not going to be uh, under your possession. And then placed on waivers was Riley Demiani, which is unfortunate. I know, you know, he he had a cup of coffee too and, and always played pretty well uh, with the Stars when he came up. It, it's just tough. It was kind of an odd man out situation where the Stars just kept drafting and bringing in guys with, uh, a lot of potential and Demi mean, his ceiling's not as high for guys like Bork and Stan Coven, unfortunately. Uh, and it's probably better for him to have a chance to play somewhere else. Um, you, you know, he, good size. Uh, it's just, this room's too crowded, <laughs> way too crowded. He was never going to have a chance to play. And and with Stan Coven starting in the AHL, then that just bumps him down, down in Texas. So I'm sure it's a thing where if you're Jim Neal, we need to release you to have a chance to go play somewhere else and uh, and see where his career goes from there. But uh, Demianni is finally placed on waivers, and those are the roster moves to cut down the roster to 24. And it's time to finally get going on Thursday. What are the lineup expectations going to be like? And we will do that in. Just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed or style, eBay Motors eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. All righty, about to get into the final segment to wrap up today's episode on this Monday. I hope everybody had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Uh, Mine was filled with tons of hockey. It was an exhausting weekend to say the least, (laughs) but uh, my team, The Steel, got a couple of wins which was very important. Now they have uh, four straight wins, which has been exciting. So we're on a winning streak uh, and we're playing the number one team in our division uh, come uh, this weekend. So uh, a tough task ahead, but we're all thrilled for it. But enough about that. <laughs> now you came here for the stars, baby. And, uh, and that's what we're going to get into. What is this lineup going to look like? Um, I think we have a good idea. We've already talked about it multiple times uh, and, it, it seems like it's kind of all falling into place now with guys that are fully healthy. Um, still some questions, I would say, on the fourth line, mostly. Uh, the six on the back end, y- you pretty much know, right? It's going to be Miro, Suter. You're going to have Harley and Hockenpah. And then you'll have Lundqvist and Essel Um, uh, A pairing... I should say a pairing and pairings uh, that will be, I, I think fun. Uh, of course, Mir and Suter, we know what we're going to get out of that. It, it looks like Lunquist is going to get a crack at quarterbacking, the power play unit, the second power play unit, which is a great, great sign. Uh, we don't need Suter handling that job anymore. Uh, it, it, we have too much talent now. <laughs> There's too many guys that, Um, are are much better at moving the puck and are more mobile. Uh, Harley or Lundquist can both do the job. Harley and Hockenbaugh could be a really, really shut down unit. Um, I I hope that's the case. It's just two guys that have great size. They can both play on the right side with Hockenbaugh being the righty of the crew of the bunch. Um, and, And Harley just, of course, flashed last year completely different player than he was a few years ago. Um I would not be surprised if he jumps up and has 50 points out of nowhere. I, I really would it. I think we'll get that usage. And I, I, I think he's that good. His ceiling is just just astronomical and uh this guy could be the talk about the league in, you know, a few months with how great he could be. And of course, uh, I guess the biggest concern and the biggest pairing you have to worry about was probably Lundqvist and Lindell. Of course, we saw Lundqvist take a different step, but again, wasn't really playing against the stiffest of competition. We'll see how he fares when push really comes to shove. Lindell didn't look all that great <laughs> in his games, but uh, at the same time, he, he's he's... Getting a bit slower. He's lost a step, of course, as he gets into his early 30s. Um stayed home defenseman. He's a willing penalty killer. Um you just don't want to see that pairing getting pushed around. Um, and especially off the rush, because Lindell was torched off the rush in the postseason last year. Um and that's that's a pairing that could have some issues, but if Lundquist is taking a next step and continues to improve that, that's a, a very, very good sign. And maybe you got to flip up the parents uh, a few weeks from now, of course, uh, th- that's, that, that's always a factor, but as right now, as of right now, it looks like that's what they're going to roll with. Um, but as I talked about earlier today, just just let the cards fall where they may with those guys. Um, hopefully the offense is <laughs> obliterating everybody that, you're, you're, you're not going to be too concerned. And, of course, you have otter in between the pipes. So uh, that's always a nice safety valve for sure, even though you want to take some pressure off of him because uh, sometimes he was having to take a lot of weight on his shoulders. Um, with the four groups, that top line is going to stay intact, of course. Robo, hence Pavelski, looks like Dodonov, Johnston, and Ben are all set. Marchment, Sagan, and Duchesne, which – is really the key line in this whole thing because if that line if that line just is consistent and stable for a full season they could never find the trio with or really not even the trio that you can never find a great pairing with Sagan and Marchment until Domi came back or until Domi came from the deadline then they finally had the the crew they were looking for but I think that's the key line to win the Stanley cup. I really do. If if, if that line just produces at a different level, th- this team is, this team is so, so good. <laughs> and they're going to be so tough to beat on a night in a night basis. And I mean, that's the key line to winning the Stanley cup. I think it's as simple as that as much as we can harp on the defense group. If you get production from that line, at a different level, it's going to be so, so hard to beat this team. It's really the X factor. uh, And, and, oh man, it'll be, it'll be so, so interesting and intriguing to see how that line plays uh, come Thursday night. Very, very much an X factor. You can compete with anybody at this level. You can compete with the McDavid's of the world and the McKinnons, and all that, if you have three lines that are all humming, which it looks like they can. And that that is the X factor to finally putting him over the hump in the Western Conference Finals. They have the pieces to do it. Uh, of course, it's all about executing, and some luck is involved, uh, but you got to create some of your own luck. And then on the fourth line, uh, who knows, a combination, uh, Smith, Fox, and DeLandria, who knows what they think about Sam Steele, who I think it's going to be very valuable to the star squad. Uh, a guy that can kind of just plug and play, kind of be your Kiviranta style. Uh, if I had to guess, probably going with DeLandria, Fox. Uh, I'll say Smith will probably go with the veteran right off the hop and, and go from there. Uh, and uh, DeLandria haven't had uh, to talk about him much uh, across the preseason, but I think this is a great spot for him. I've talked about it. I think that's his role. He's He's a fourth line guy. He, on a great team, on a Stanley Cup winning team, I think DeLandre is at max, you're like third line center. He, It just, I I, I don't see him as as being a guy that can really, his ceiling's just not as high is, is how I put it. <laughs> and I don't want to take anything away from him because he's been so, so great and he's gotten better every single year. And he really, really took a, a big step last year in playing every day. And had some great moments, great series against Vegas, but on a team that's going to, to really win it all. He he's, he's a fourth line guy. I, I think that's just where he belongs. And and he's, it's a great role for him. He's so, so effective. He's a great four checker. He can win draws. He's a phenomenal penalty killer. He does everything you want out of a guy and he can thrive and flourish in that spot. And I mean, this this lineup just has so much talent and depth. Uh, DeBoer's going to have a great, great problem, where he's going to have to really decide who he's going to have to pencil in every night. Um, and uh, and I can't wait to see what he he comes up with come Thursday. Big, big, exciting game against the St. Louis Blues, opening up at home, which is even better at the American Airlines Center. Hockey has returned, baby. October's here. Texas hockey is ready to rock for another year uh, for that quest for the ultimate goal, the Stanley Cup. Man, I don't think we've had a team like this in a while where it feels like uh, the Stanley Cup is in your grasp. It's in your reach. And. um it, it's shaping up to be a wonderful season. Can't wait. Thank you so much for joining me once again on another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Always a pleasure to be with you. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and enjoying another week. Uh, if you're having a tough day or a tough week, don't don't fret. Don't fret. <laughs> Hockey's returning on Wednesday. Great slate coming up. So just uh, just be ready to go. Uh, and and we'll drop the puck on this season and have a lot of fun. Uh, Thank you so much for your support, as always. Go ahead and subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. Almost to 2,000. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, and we're on YouTube. That's going to do it for another episode of Locked on Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. We will see you tomorrow. So long, Stars fans.